Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Listening to this rules, this sucks on the Make Fun Network. I'm here with David, hey, and Matthew. That's us, and uh, Frank. Crew. No, Frank's not here today. Oh, hey, hey! Oh shit, he is here. <laughs> Me, Frank. What are you uh, what's up, boyos? Matt, I uh, listen. Full disclosure: we had a little. We this is our, actually technically our third try recording this episode because there's a little technical difficulty the first time the second time i started the show the same way i start top five depth another show on Mixer network which is not this show mm-hmm. and uh, here we are now but the first time before the technical difficulties we were listening to matt update us on his irs audit it's the massachusetts department of revenue not the irs that's actually auditing me Oh fucking cares. <laughs> say say what you will, I'm locked back in. Riveted. <laughs> I knew you would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh it has to do with working in New Hampshire and stock units that I was granted not being put on my W two as income and yeah, it's it's been a mess. I've been on phone calls and email chains trying to figure out the situation. But at the end of the day I'm probably gonna have to pay a, a pretty significant tax. You are? That yeah. sucks. Sounds like it. When, I, um, when I first moved to uh, Massachusetts, I worked up in Northern Mass and everyone there, I worked with a bunch of like fishermen. They're like, you gotta fucking live in New Hampshire and fucking work in Mass. And I was like, that that's the whole story. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm glad story. I didn't do that. Yeah, no. It's the, uh, if you do the opposite, it's, it's bad. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. If you do the opposite, it can be bad if you are like a 14-year-old kid. Not that you would do that, but uh, mm. because the New Hampshire minimum wage is so much lower than Massachusetts, but on top of uh, that, you still get taxed from Massachusetts. So it's like you get just beat over the head with shit. Yeah, it's no good. It's I um, I I worked in New Hampshire when I lived in Massachusetts, and I remember being like, um, I'm really making like less than almost everyone I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Sounds about right. Yeah, but then you know. I was making my own money. <laughs> Your boy is Fuck a crook. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't need. To, I don't need to uh, admit any illegal doings on a podcast. But let's just say I quote unquote was stealing from my employer. <laughs> New series coming out where we confess our crimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't need to talk anymore about that. David, how are you? How have you been? Uh, I'm good. I um, I I'm very excited. Right before uh we recorded tonight, I uh really quickly I tried on some clothes that were a size smaller in everything, and I totally fit in them. And it feels it's nice. I I'm I'm wearing one now because it's still a little tight, but I'm hoping it stretches out so that I can <laughs> say I can fit in it. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome, yeah. man. Thank you. It's so funny that you say that. I literally just bought more clothes a size bigger than normal because I am uh, exploding. He's got the dead well, weight. It's okay. Yeah. You you and I are eventually just going to become the same size. You'll meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and then because yeah, I've I've always been a lot bigger than you, and yeah, but you're like bigger than me in almost every way. You're taller right. than I am. You're David. For those who don't know, David's a big guy. <laughs> yes, one time like at IHOP. Yeah, one time at IHOP, a woman thought I played for the New York Giants. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so you're a huge guy. He's 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 no yeah he's big, the big guy. I I I don't think that this guy. I don't think this woman was super well versed in sports, but I either way she thought she thought I was like. I don't know. I don't remember the name, but like we looked him up later and he was like a linebacker. And I was like, I'm absolutely not that person. <laughs> For those who do not know what we look like, uh, David can be mistaken as a football player. Better Matt could be mistaken as a jockey. Yeah, we're a 12 year old boy. Well, I mean, which is kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, actually. Good call. Yeah. And then I would be mistaken as a uh, drunk coach. Yeah, that, that works. That, that's quite the team we got. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle. I uh, I probably look like I did one of the two sports at one point in time, but definitely haven't in many years. And um, I'm just trying my best. But you know what? Uh, How many touchdowns in one game? Uh, Four. Four touchdowns in one game. Ooh. Al Bundy. Polk High, baby. Uh, yeah. But that's awesome, David. <laughs> Good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. Let's uh. Why don't we just jump right into our uh? Well, I mean that was kind of like a rules for you, David. Would you say that? Yeah, your, that your a, rules. That's a definite rules. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll start on the positive. We always. <laughs> I mean, maybe we do that on purpose, where we do like a suck first, then we do a rules, because then we kind of end on a high note. But let's go the other way and just mm. see how it feels. Okay. Um. Actually, no, because better, Matt. Your story kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Taxes suck. I mean, they're a mm. necessary thing. It's just when they're not right, they suck. Oh yeah. Well, I think that means you have a wild card then. <laughs> you could you could do rules or sucks. This particular one sucks. Uh, the new um, the new Star Trek season of the Star Trek Discovery show started this week, and man, first episode fucking ruled. I heard I've I've heard a lot of hype about that series. It's uh, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, huh? yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, it's way more action-packed and like an action-adventure show than it is kind of a standard Star Trek-y show. Um, mm. So old-school, a lot of old-school Star Trek people don't like it. Um, so, But I, I really enjoy it. I saw a commercial for it earlier today, actually, and I remember thinking that like the CGI actually looked like pretty decent, which to me meant that they had faith in the show. So like I was wondering if it actually, yeah, like was legitimately good. Huh. Um, I'm sorry, David. I did not mean to sound like I just trailed off. Uh Um, I am on the Make Fun Network, which everyone should be, and I'm just like kind of looking at something. And I, they have a a section of like more like Make Fun Network, like groups with similar topics and activity. Uh huh. And some of them are like fine. However, I, there's two in here. The first one being Intimate Isolation. Um, and the cover is just like two people with masks on that are kissing through the mask. Okay. And then another one is uh, Friends of the Satanic Temple. So, I, I, for some reason, my thing just disconnected and I'm rejoined now. And all I hear is me echoing and you talking about the Satanic Temple and people kissing. You, you said, said satanic, satanic temple, temple, and now Better Matt is echoing. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I got oh, my God. 
I got. Wait, you. I'm, I'm not going, going too. too. Yeah. Oh. So what about the Satanic Temple? <laughs> Hold on. Are you, are you echoing anymore? No, everything's fine now. Great. Yeah. Uh, no. So I was saying we have there's like a new section on like my groups here, and it's like trying to point me to groups that are similar to Make Fun Network, and one of them um, is Intimate Isolation. But another one is also the Satanic Temple of... What is it? Oh, uh, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish the full <laughs> title of this group, okay? Because it's okay. actually Friends of the Satanic Temple, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. I'm joining this group. It's not even All in right. Massachusetts? Nope. I'm going to join this group. I have to answer a question. You answer a few questions that help your group admins review your request to join. Um, you must be 18 and answer the following questions to be considered. Where are you from? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mean this. Get, ask me like a real like Satanist question, like how many babies have I eaten? No, it's the Satanic Temple is not Satanist. <laughs> uh, do you identify as a Satanist, and are you a member of a Satanic organization, past or present? Present. I mean, present. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Better, Matt. Didn't you say they're not Satanist? So they use the like the they don't believe in a supernatural satan they use the literary satan as a metaphor to talk about skepticism re- reciprocity autonomy curiosity they're based in Salem Mass the but friend- it's different than the Anton LaVey satanism church of satan the satanic temple is a different thing so let's see if i get into this group because the last question is how would you describe satanism to a stranger and i'm going to write Sick. That's what I was going to write. I was going to write fucking sick, dude. I'm going to write fucking sick, S-I-Q, in parentheses. Obviously. Uh, S-I-Q, parentheses, dude, D, zero, zero, D. Nice. All right. Let's see if uh, let's see if they let me in. I love the idea of this group like being just in Connecticut before, and they're like, we got to expand, but not too much. <laughs> like, all right, Rhode let's get Rhode Island. Island. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, <clears throat> I didn't mean to get all evil on you, mm. but uh, yeah, a rules for me is let's see. We gave uh, my daughter tried like baby food for the first time this week. That was fun. Does she have a, a favorite flavor yet? No, we, we've literally only done it for the past two nights, and she's only had green beans. So was she taken to it. She was in. She didn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to. She didn't know how to eat. Right. She doesn't know how to like swallow semi-solid foods or, or like move it around in her mouth to do so. Sure. So she spends too much time with Fro. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, and she is very cute because she, you know, we gave her a spoonful. She kind of just like looked at us, didn't move, and then just pushed out the food with her tongue. <laughs> right but like just while like just staring at us and that happened a couple times it was fun but it's um, like a power move yeah she was like i don't need this okay <laughs> if that's what you think you're incorrect right. but uh after a little while she kind of got the hang of it and then she was in a pretty good mood afterwards and uh it seems like it's going pretty well but that was a rules it was, it was very exciting for my wife and i do you think it's, that's definitely going to change the diaper situation though, right? that's exactly what i said that's exactly was one of the first things I said to my wife ago. We're going to get new poops, is what I said. Um, oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you meant like, now we move to the green bean diapers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> the ones that can handle the beans. Right? I don't know how kids work. Yeah. No, but I was like, yeah, we should, we should start seeing different digestive 
uh, exit points, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we'll see. So we're on green beans now, and she's kind of like, okay, but we'll, um, when we get to the fun stuff, I'll, I'll let everybody know. Hi. Edge of my seat, man. Edge of my seat. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but so that's a rule for me. David, you had a, a rule. What's a sucks? Oh, man. What a sucks. Um, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Wawa coffee sucks do you guys do you guys know wawa i've heard of it i've seen yeah. it on the road yeah right yeah so i i guess yeah it isn't a thing up in the north i'm i'm down in oh virginia and uh we have wawa are there sheets up north i can't remember no definitely not i think the closest okay. sheets is like in new jersey <clears throat> okay or maybe pennsylvania something like that okay that makes sense either way um the, the only reason i know that is because i had a friend who loved sheets and would go on day trips to a sheet that was literally like five plus hours away. I mean, that friend is insane. Yeah. But no, he is. Wawa, <laughs> Wawa is, it's such a thing here. And like for good reason, like the sandwiches are actually like pretty good, but like their coffee, man, I, like I get it because like it's cheap and it's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's one of those like, it's it's very convenient and you can get like a big big old hot coffee in the winter for a dollar and get a gallon of coffee for a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, yeah, it's like fuel in the 1800s. I don't know what that means, but I tried to think of a funny <laughs> comparison there and it did, it didn't happen. You know those 1800 fuel prices? <laughs> yeah, we need a barrel of kerosene. Here's I, a nickel. Yeah, Frank's back. Hey, hey guys. No, uh yeah, it sucks, man. It's not good. And maybe I'm spoiled by donkeys, but um maybe. Nah, not Wawa coffee. Don't do it. Um question for better Matt. So do you ever drink coffee? Is there anything vegan? Is coffee vegan? Yeah, until you add milk to it, right? It's just beans and water. Um Listen, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's your job to know, not me. That's true. You're absolutely right. So uh, I I can't really drink coffee because it makes me too jittery. The caffeine really fucks me up. You're like a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like where we're going with this. You're just like like a hamster that like got a hold of a sugar cube. Yeah. Too jittery. Sure. God. Man, that just made me think of ham taro. Ooh. There you go. A, that, wait, can you can you do like like if you have like a can of soda, will it get you jittery or? Uh, no, I can handle a can of soda, just, but if it's late at night. Whew. Right. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. You're the most unexciting person on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on now. It's, it's past six o'clock. I can't have that soda. This so, doesn't have hot sauce in it, does it? <laughs> um, do you, Better Matt, do you gamble? No, no. Gambling is immoral. <laughs> what you know so there's like a running joke somewhat i mean it's kind of a running joke on top five where better Matt's this kind of like bedroom like kink man and the more i find out about how bland you are with literally everything else the more i believe that you are just a freak in the sheets what can you what can i say i i i don't know i feel like if i went into your house there's like swings in the bedroom <laughs> and just huge like dragon dildos and stuff. Dragon. 
yeah i don't know that dragon dildo what was it called have you ever seen there's a um a dildo line based on the avengers oh uh, and so yes. like you know there's like a hulk <laughs> one and an iron man one and a spider-man one and the hulk one's like you know ginormous mm-hmm. uh, what's the end of the story I just thought it would be interesting to you, really. Oh. <laughs> Less of a story and more like, hey, I think this would be I thought, you're looking for something like I th- that. I thought Dan was going to be like, yeah, I have like, th- and then I have like three out of the six. I have the yeah. whole Avengers collection. Um, Okay. What the hell were we talking about? That was a sucks, right? Wawa Coffee? Yes, Wawa Coffee sucks. And yeah. Okay. Uh, Better Matt, do you have a rules? Yeah, Star Trek. Oh, that's right. I, I, my brain just shut off. Uh, oh, I have a sucks. I actually uh, I, I went to a wake today. Oh. oh. Yeah, not not fun. Uh, so the, it was a wake for essentially a guy who was pretty much my brother growing up, my older brother. He was my, my sister's ex-husband and uh, my oldest sister, who's 10 years older than I am. And they met when they were 14, so I was four. And then they were together for, I want to say, almost twenty years. Um, wow, long time. So I he was in my life forever, but uh, he passed away because he, well, he he drank himself to death. <laughs> Pretty much what happened. Mm. Um, but the sad thing is, is his life. He's just like his life wasn't that wasn't, wasn't the sad thing. <laughs> no, that so to me, it's like I. Yeah, from an outside perspective, it's definitely sad. To me, it was very expected just because he was he always struggled with alcoholism. So, unfortunately, mm. it was just like when the day came, it wasn't very it wasn't a big shock to me anyway. But I also have arguably the worst empathy problem on earth. So, <laughs> I'm a borderline sociopath. Um, but to me it was just I was like, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but it's not surprising, but what was surprising and was sad to me was I went to his wake today and I, he always had problems and whatever. He kind of lived that life. He also struggled with addiction and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was probably one of only 13 people in total at the whole wake. And that, uh, that was like a bummer. And like, I felt bad because my sister thought more people would be there. Um, he's the father of my oldest niece and nephew. Um, neither of them went. Uh, it's, it was just like this is a sad end to a life, uh, and it was it was like a real it was a real shitty sucks, but that sucks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but you know, life goes on. What can you do? You just got to try to try to be the best you can be, right? This is true. This is true. But that was my sucks for the week. So hopefully, uh, what is it? Tuesday. So. The rest of the week. I mean, <laughs> it can't go, can only go up from there. Can't go up from here, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's everyone's rule sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. So, David, what are we talking about? Yeah, I guess that's oh, it. Wait. <laughs> David, what are we uh, what are we talking about this week? This was a suggestion from you. It is. Uh, we're talking about well, so like five, four or five years ago. Uh, there is a theater, uh, in Harvard square in Cambridge, mass. Uh, it's still the, the brattle is the brattle still there. It is. Yeah. And I was, I was you know, dating around being <laughs> a 
you know, as you do make as scene. you do yeah you know david was on the scene and uh i went on a date with this girl and we went to the brattle and we watched this movie uh and i had a very strong opinion on it afterwards and it ended up being a really great date and then for some reason we never talked to each other ever again <laughs> so so maybe that she didn't agree that it was a really great date <laughs> Clearly not. Uh, well, uh, great is a subjective term, right? Uh, yeah, it is. It's as subjective as, I mean, yeah. I, I look back <laughs> on it and think we had a great time. But, like, maybe, like, she's fake laughing at all my jokes. And she's just being, she's tolerating me for, like, three hours. Um so okay it could be then maybe her opinion of the movie was very different than yours and despite your wit and charm it just <laughs> didn't make up for not having the same likes and dislikes I mean I everything is despite my wit and charm really <laughs> Have you ever but. seen uh or read High Fidelity the bo- movie book television show that's not familiar? that's not the that's not the thing where he stands outside with the boombox, is it? No, but it is the movie is with John Cusack. There's a moment okay. in the movie where he's talking about going on a date and he says, you know, what you like is more important than what you are like. Movies, TV shows, music, like these things are important and they connect uh-huh. people. I always think about that. That's a good quote. I mean, I I look back on it thinking it was great, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe other stuff came up too. But point is, the movie we saw, we saw Rosemary's Baby. And that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Woo. So, so Better Matt just watched it. I did. Uh, David, as he just said, watched it, what, once five years ago? <laughs> yeah. I agreed to do this episode because I thought I saw it. <laughs> and then when i looked into it i was like if if i saw this movie i must have been i i must have hit my head between then and now and it just knocked this movie right out of my memory so i guess it's a bummer because you just had a pregnant wife which i feel like is the best possible time to watch this movie and and also as as i've stated before in, in many other you know top five not top five shows but make fun network shows I'm a like this is my favorite genre of horror film is is demonic satanist mm-hmm. movies. So I am very excited to watch it. I'm very excited to kind of facilitate this conversation, maybe ask questions about it to the both of you. All right. Um but I figured honestly when I realized that I hadn't seen it, um I didn't want to call I didn't want to let you guys know that because I'm genuinely curious to see how this show goes because <laughs> then Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a new uh, fun thing with uh, Turts where one of us you know hasn't seen something and they kind of just ask questions. I'm not going to be upset about the movie being ruined or anything like that because I'll still probably movie. yeah it's yeah. an old movie right. and it's whatever and I, I get yeah. the gist of it. So I own the Criterion Collection Blu-ray. Jesus of the movie. Christ! Somebody get this guy a suit. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> if anyone's not familiar with the Criterion Collection, they release you know they they pick some of the best movies and put them out on really fancy editions of Blu-ray. And, and so they send a, them to you and send them to me personally. <laughs> and there's a, an essay by the guy who wrote the book that the movie was based on. His name is Ira Levin. And he said that, you know, the success of the book and then the success of the movie helped pave the way for stuff like the exorcist and the omen. And 
he has this thought in the back of his head that he's kind of responsible in a small way for a modern day literal interpretation of Satan. And he's like, oh shit, is it my fault that there are all these crazy religious fundamentalists around? Because I started, I popularized this genre of satanic fiction. <laughs> now everyone has to go to the church. Uh, I thought that was a pretty funny. How does he idea. sleep at night? I know that motherfucker. On a pile of money with many beautiful ladies. <laughs> I I had a thought and it made just me laugh, but I love the idea. Rosemary's Baby, the movie, but the book is called Rosemary's Book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So do you, you guys know about Roman Polanski? Oh, I do. So I, I know a little, but I will always be the, I'm always, I always pride myself on knowing what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I know only know I so I'll, I'll always be truthful with everyone. I only know a little bit, and I don't know how correct I am. Okay, so one of the most interesting things is pretty much right after he made this movie, he was married to Sharon Tate, and she was murdered by the right. Manson family. Right. Yep. Like within a year of making this movie, and she was pregnant and murdered while she's pregnant. So it's like such a strange. You know, within a year, you make this movie about a horror movie about a pregnant woman freaking out. And then a year later, your pregnant wife is murdered in one of the most famous brutal slangs in history. Well, then there's there's all this like it's like the thing with The Exorcist, too. Like these famous horror movies have all this like legends around the making of it. Poltergeist is another big one. Oh, yeah, that's really. Yeah, that's a really good example. That was a thing. What happened with that? Uh, like most of the cast died. Um, yeah, and like weird accents, right? It was like freak accents. Yeah, and also there's like a lot of. So, d- do either of you remember Poltergeist fondly at all? And by that yeah. I mean, so there's this famous scene where, in the development, they're digging a, a swimming pool, and then when the, like all hell's breaking loose, mm-hmm. um, well, somebody falls into the hole that's dug for the swimming pool. It's been raining out, so it's like half filled with like rainwater. But when somebody falls in, they're in there. And then all these skeletons pop up and these like mm. corpses. Those are real skeletons. And cor- I, I forget the circumstance for what it is, but they're not props. <laughs> they're, what? Yeah. And I don't know. It, I'll, I'll find out the the reason why that happened. I just, that's one of my fun facts that I, I toss I out. I did not know that. That is why. I've, I've never seen Poltergeist. And now if I ever see it, I'm going to know that. And it's going to freak me out so much more. <laughs> Oh my I love, goodness. That's a great ending. Um, so then the other big Polanski thing is uh, he was charged for uh, assaulting, sexually assaulting a 13 year old girl mm-hmm. and he pled not guilty, but then put in a plea bargain and then thought he was going to get, uh, you know, cut a deal. Cause that's what you do with a plea bargain, but then found out that he was going to go to prison for a long time and deported. So he right be- the day before he was going to be sentenced he left the country, went back to France where he's a citizen and has been in France as a fugitive from justice from the United States since the late 70s. Because it's just so crazy. Because France does not has a no extradition, right? Correct. For their citizens. For their yeah. citizens, yeah. That is so... And he still made a shit ton of movies after... It, it, that is absolutely bonkers to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people in the industry support him and they think that... You know, because because he did a plea bargain, he should have already have have like paid his debt to society based on the law, right? But because he was he believed that the the judge was not going to honor the plea bargain, he's like, well, 
we made a deal and you guys are going back in your deal you know so it's it's uh, it's complicated but obviously like he did do it and he admitted to doing it and though he says it wasn't it was consensual she was still 13 right yeah uh some crazy shit i guess i don't know i guess, i mean i guess anything can happen right it's kind of always up to the judge but i guess i don't yeah. know that uh like a you go you enter like a plea bargain you negotiate it with through your lawyers or whatever mm-hmm. but there's nothing there's no like commitment to buy right yeah. there's, no, like, <laughs> there's pr- nothing in the constitution that says you can you can plea bargain right yeah um, so yeah right before he made or like uh, two movies before he made this he did a movie called repulsion which i think sets this the tone for this movie really really well and when you watch that you're like oh man like you this guy definitely made Rosemary's Baby because you could see how much better of a filmmaker he is. And Repulsion's really interesting and creepy, and there's a lot of really cool, like, you know, violent scenes. Um, but then he, I think he kind of really came into his own with Rosemary's Baby. Hmm. So, you want to talk about the movie itself now that we're done talking about the, the background? Old Roman, the pedo filmmaker. Seriously. Uh, Roman. Pedonski. So, <laughs> nice. So yeah, the, got him. One of my favorite things about the movie is the location. So they call the building the Branford, um, but it's really the Dakota in the Upper West Side in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And now the Dakota is mostly known for where John Lennon lived uh, right before he died, and he was shot right outside of the Dakota. Huh. Um, it's It's a beautiful building. You've got to be crazy rich to live there, obviously, because like fucking John mm. Lennon lived there. Um, and uh, right across, it's it's on Central Park West, so you know you have a view of Central Park on the Upper West Side. So obviously, it's probably one of the most expensive places in New York to live. And it's a beautiful building, and it's it feels like its own kind of character in the movie. And they talk about it a lot, even though they call it the Branford and not the Dakota. Boom. I'm gonna live in the in the Branford. The Branford. Uh, that is my house. I hope no one hits me with a bullet outside. <laughs> oh, who is that chubby man? Oh, he looks disgruntled. I've seen Rosemary's baby. <laughs> I think it was filmed somewhere around here. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, now I'm in hell. Uh, you guys imagine. Both sound just like John Lennon. That's. Did yeah. you say imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Nailed it. I it it's funny because you you talking about that. Uh, obviously, yeah. Like so, you, you you sort of talked about this earlier, uh, Matt. Matt, but uh, they this is the first episode where it, I was like, and I knew it was going to come because it's like, okay, eventually we're going to review something where it's like I have not seen this or experienced this, and I don't really know all that much about it. Um, but better Matt, when you were explaining that whole thing, I do remember that whole that shot of the building outside and like they would like that being a consistent thing. Yeah. It's a really cool looking building and it is. You know, it, it has, the lanterns out in front of the building aren't electric lights, they have flame in them, like they're gas flame lanterns outside the building and it's a really really unique place and you know, you can't they have their own little uh like parking lot area in the middle and there's a guard there that you can't get in and they you know they dress fancy it's it's a really cool building it is yeah i'm gonna live there someday that'd oh. be sick dude i'd come and visit you you, you would get cool. shot uh, <laughs> this is where john got shot oh, yeah. 
Every time you walk by, you speak in his voice to honor him. <laughs> um, so, Dave, what else do you remember about the movie? What stands out to you? Uh, I remember thinking, what's her name? Mia Farrow. Yeah. I remember thinking that she was really good, but I feel like everything she, she said was just laughably stupid. And like <laughs> from like the screenplay, I was just like, I, I felt like I was watching her being like, God, she's trying so hard to make this not stupid. But like, I'm just laughing at everything she's saying. Really? Uh, yes. I, I remember that. And it was, it, it was pretty much one of those, like, she is like somebody believe me. And the whole movie is just them being like, no, no, you're, you're crazy. Right. Can you tell me what the, what this is from? Yeah, um, I, yeah, that's the ending, right? Is it the end? The end, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. it's pretty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we know there's eyes at the end. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, so I've never seen the film. Uh, that's a pretty chilling little sound in that background, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, your your point of like she's constantly trying to get people to believe her. Uh-huh. Uh, that something weird is going on. I think that that's kind of, so the movie is about one thing, right? About that sh- she's pregnant and she thinks that they are our witches that mm. are out to take her baby. And then it turns out that yes, not only are there witches out to take their, her baby, but her baby is literally the son of Satan. Mm. And, you know, it's there to bring about the end of the world and, Hail Satan, Hail Adrian, right? But it's also about like the idea of like a woman not having the the agency over what's going on in her life and how right. like it's looked at as like women have this hysteria and they're just crazy women. Like, don't listen to crazy women. Like and and so throughout she does all these things and, and it, everyone con- tries to control her throughout the whole movie. It's like her husband is every step of the way is like, no, you're crazy. I, I tell you what you can and cannot do. Right. And Cause he's like the actor guy and he's like, no, yeah. we have to do this because I right, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you can't go see that doctor. You have to go see the doctor. I told you, I forbid it. Right. It's that and the other. And, and so it's, it has that kind of secondary, like that's what the movie, you know, that's what the, the theme of the movie, but that's what the, you know, he's trying to, to tell one story and use the horror aspect to really drive the main right. theme home. Uh, man. So I just, like I said, I just watched it again. I, I own the Blu-ray. So that scene, she walks in at the, it's the very end of the movie and all of the Satanists are there and she's been told that her baby died. <laughs> right. Right. And she walks in and they're all just kind of hanging out with her husband. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And there is a bassinet and it's, draped in black with an upside down cross hanging from the top of it mm-hmm. and Sick. she goes and looks and Matt I'm surprised that you don't have this bassinet it's so metal I'll get it and she looks in <laughs> and she, and then she you know she's what have you done to its eyes 
And then he says, he has his father's eyes. And she's like, what are you talking about? My husband doesn't have, he has normal eyes. And they say, his father is Satan. And then <laughs> all of these, they're like old people, right? All of the Satanists are, you know, 60, 70 year old people. And they mm-hmm. all just start saying, hail Satan, hail Adrian. And it, I, I swear to God, I got goosebumps watching the scene. I'm like, it's so intense watching these people totally sell it that, like hail Satan, we're fucking old people, and I just disconnected, didn't I? Nope, I hear you. Oh, did Matt disconnect? Yeah, I just muted myself. For oh, something. all right, everything got really quiet suddenly. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I'm like in that moment, I'm like, man, that the payoff for this movie for me really, really hits it, and and I got I got chills. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this fucking performance is so good. And hail Satan, and how you know how honest everyone feels when they just say that they're like, yeah, hell Satan, dude, <laughs> this I, is the way it needs to be. So after they do that, like what happens? That's just the end of the movie. She then, Pretty so much. they're like, Hey, we want you to be a mother to this child. You know about it now. The child needs a mother. And so the movie ends with her rocking the cradle and then it fades out, fades out to the music. Oh, what's the music? This. <laughs> Is that the end to Rosemary's Baby? Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> um, uh, isn't that song just, that song's about the Holocaust, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it is like synonymous with the devil. With the devil. I mean, I nice. could have played some deicide song. You want to play Bastards of Christ? <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you want. All right. Bastards of, you think it's on Spotify? Yep, there it is. Bastards oh, of boy. Christ. There you go. <laughs> For watching Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> I'm Roman Polanski. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Um, I. Oh my gosh. I was just about to say. So I haven't seen the movie. That's the ending. She like essentially <laughs> kind of gives in and starts rocking the baby. She's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's that's it's, cool. It's really the whole idea of them is that they are. It's really enticing, right? So. Her husband basically he's a failing actor. He's only done he's done a couple of plays and some television commercials. She's she all like every time someone asks, she gives him the exact same list of the work he's done because he's done very little work. And he's up for this part that he doesn't get. And the, he meets their neighbors that are Satanists and they kind of they're like, Hey, you know, we need a baby. You've got a wife, you guys wanna have a baby, like we can make your career happen. And so he says, okay. And he agrees with it. And I, I remember that like the whole movie, he's like, we got to hang out with our old neighbors. And yeah, she's we like, hang out with these weird old people. Right. And she's like, they suck. And I want to hang out with them. He's like, well, we're going to, cause I'm the man. And like, it was so you, this is exactly where you and I are going to diverge on this because you're talking about that ending scene and being like, I had goosebumps. That scene ending scene is objectively hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I fucking lost it. There's a bunch of old people chanting Hail Satan. That is the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> I think you're watching it with very different eyes than Yeah, the my eyes father's eyes. Ah, you son of a bitch. Yes. You son of a bitch you got there before I did. That's what I get yeah. for uh, trying to preamble. <laughs> like, you have to understand, in 1968, when to see a group of old people in 1968 suddenly start chanting Hail Satan, this baby's the son of the devil, like, that's a 
crazy thing, right? You can, you know, you could say that in The Exorcist, her spitting up pea soup is ridiculous because we know that it's pea soup. But in the context of the movie and the time, it's like, wow, that's that pea soup's pretty fucking cool. I I don't disagree with you, and I will admit that I'm probably I'm letting a lot of shit with ET slide, and then I'm <laughs> laughing at Rosemary's Baby for like I'm I it's a total double standard for me. I don't know why like ET can look like he does, and he's like I'm right here, and I can like have a moment. Whereas old people in, in Rosemary's Baby, Ch- Chan Hill Satan, and I'm like, no, now this is stupid. Like I can I don't something about it i i just found it hilarious and maybe that's why i think the date went so well because i remember her and i are both laughing and i was like this is the one and (laughs) david 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 what has it ever dawned on you that maybe this person is a satanist and was hoping to indoctrinate you into that belief system and then when you just kind of laughed at it she was just like not the one huh we did get copy with these old people before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, no, I don't, I don't. And again, like, I know I'm being irrational, perhaps, but like, I fucking lost it at that part. I thought that was so dumb and pushed you over the top. Huh? It did. It's just something about it. And I was like, how are we supposed to take this seriously? Come on. That's honestly exactly how I felt about us exactly how i felt about us as soon as they started talking i went this is so fucking stupid (laughs) this just totally ruined like i was i was in i was into it up until that point and then once that happened i was this movie's stupid they look dumb they sound even worse i hate it uh so i my crowd in the theater seeing up i think a good portion of them uh, yeah, up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go on. Dude, when... <laughs> he's, wa- he's watching up in his when wife Ellie dying. Dies, like, this man. is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> How am I supposed to believe this? Uh, no, in us, I think there was a portion of the theater that agreed with you, Matt, and then di- the voice didn't land. Um, but I, I landed for me. I, I you know, and, and there was an in-universe reason why her voice was like that, right? Because she had her, like, throat crushed. Yeah. <sighs> I guess it would have been Ugh. scarier if she was silent. <laughs> no, but that was the point. She was the only one that could talk because she was the original person, and you know, I and again, like I, I, I haven't seen us, but like I completely oh, fuck, get spoiler it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, whatever. But like, I, I totally get it. And like, if there's a reason for it and everything, sure. But if that voice sounds dumb, it's gonna be dumb. I'll find it for you. If you haven't seen, have you heard it before? No, I haven't. But like, I was going to say with us talking about like the Exorcist and Poltergeist and all these horrible things, I was like, somebody please check on Jordan Peele, <laughs> like make sure that he's okay. <laughs> all he does is horror movies now. Yeah, yeah. he did the. Has anyone seen the new Twilight Zone? Or is that out? I have not. It's on the same streaming service as the new Star Trek, though. So oh. Maybe, maybe I will check it out. He also, uh, I think, produced that Lovecraft Country that's on HBO right now that just finished mm-hmm. this week, and I also really, really enjoyed that. No, heard heard great things. Game just got in today, so I found it. A boy, a time. That's the voice. See, I have no context, so to me, that just sounds scary. Yeah, oh. it's fucking great. It's such a great voice. 
Jesus. <laughs> I, when that happens, so, uh, I get it, right? Because I saw, you know, there were people in the theater laughing, and I'm like, why are these people laughing? And I was like, oh, they don't, they don't like the voice. They just don't like it. It's fine. Right. It's not going to hit everybody. We should do. We should some sometimes uh, sometimes uh, try to compile like a list of like pinpoint moments in movies that we that just completely destroy the movie for us. Like this would be one for mm. me for sure. But uh, it, like David saying the end of Rosemary's baby would be one for him. But I'm sure if I thought about it for a while, I can think of other movies that I, I don't like in the, and I could pinpoint the moment that it, it made the turn for me. Do you guys That's like a um, really good idea? Do you guys like Blade Runner? Uh, I'm not yes. super familiar with it. I'm kind of neutral on it, I guess. So, uh, at the very end, there's this, you know, big melodramatic speech from one of the characters. And he says, you know, I've seen sights you couldn't imagine, um, you know, and, and goes on and on and on. It's, it's pretty over the top and melodramatic with a bunch of sci-fi jargon. Mm. And it's really well known. And I think it's great. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I, I watched it a few years back with the, someone that I was dating at the time. And the minute he starts into this speech and this monologue, she just starts cracking up. I'm like, this is a famous speech from a well-regarded movie. You know, I, I get how it's melodramatic and it's over the top. And, you know, some of the dialogue is, is kind of ridiculous if you're taking mm-hmm. it wicked seriously. But if you go into the universe and you, you like imagine you're there with that character and you understand like that is what he would say. And it is can be moving and powerful. And I think that's the same thing with this. Like, you know, if, if you're just watching it and you're not engaged and, and watching it from the perspective, like you're, you're in there with the characters, then like a bunch of old people yelling, hell Satan, you're like, that's ridiculous. But if you're like with Rosemary, every step of the way where she's at first, she thinks they're trying to kill the baby and then steal the baby. And then she finds out that the baby is the son of the devil. And, and you're 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 believing it with her, then the moment is like, whoa, that was fucking killer. Again, I, I completely agree with you. But the whole movie to me was just we got to hang out with our old neighbors, and I <laughs> I just really thought it was it was so funny. And also, I yeah, I'm glad you're to laugh at that Blade Runner thing. Like if somebody's monologuing in the rain, I'm all about that. <laughs> to, to laugh at that is ridiculous. Yeah, so the last line is like, all of those memories will be lost like tears in the rain. I got goosebumps <laughs> you saying that just now. I love that yeah, line so much. It's so good. It's such a good it line. Is. But I can imagine someone who like doesn't give a shit about Blade Runner and is just like not engaged in the movie and just sees that. They're like, oh, that's stupid and laughs at it, you know? Right, right. Well, well, I guess well. we're all going to hell. Well, not if this movie is real, because then the devil is here. Um, Because Um, in this movie, the devil is born in June of 1966. What, on the 6th of June? That's 6. No. um, The baby was a couple of days early, but said was supposed to be due on the 28th, but just June, the 6th month of 1966. Whereas in Omen, the baby was born June 6th at 6 a.m., so when it was made in the, the mid 70s, mid to late 70s. So maybe one of you can help me with this movie that I can never remember, but I for some reason I don't remember I don't remember the name of the movie. I vaguely remember the plot of the movie, but mm. the scene that I'm about to describe, I remember very vividly because I thought it was so cool. Um similar 
story, some satanic story, uh, uh, the Antichrist, right? I think someone's supposed to be the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And it's their destiny to become the Antichrist. And he's trying his best to not let that prophecy become fulfilled. And he has, you know, his love interest with him. And they're going through all this stuff. And the whole thing is to stop him from becoming the anti- Antichrist at a certain time. And whatever, the whole thing happens. The time comes and goes by like a couple minutes. It's like the big climax of the movie. And this guy and this woman are in a car and she like the time, like it just, like the time just passed where that was a prophesized moment. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of staring at him being, you know, trying to wonder if, if, if he's still the same. And he's like, we did it. We did it. And like, they're like jumping for joy or whatever. And like, they're like celebrating because of whatever. And then she looks at the clock in the car and it, and it flutters. And then she like, like looks at him again. And then she like, I think she shoots him or or whatever because he's lying to her or whatever. But I just remember that so vividly because it caught me off guard. But I I don't I don't remember any yeah. fucking moment. I don't I don't know anything else about that movie. That that's oh. Moana. <laughs> Listen, I'm I watched sure Moana. That's up. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched Moana quite a bit. Uh. But no, I, I I don't I don't know when you did say they're sitting in a car and then they jumped for joy so I don't really know what <laughs> oh yeah the consistency here is a little it's a very big car <laughs> it's, right, it's a huge right. car <laughs> I, I mean maybe it's called Johnny and the Big Red Car <laughs> metaphorically jump for joy right um, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like Hellboy is, is there any movie about the Antichrist. I mean, this Hellboy is supposed to be the beast of the apocalypse, and he's always trying not to that. not be that. But yeah, There's... it didn't fit with the rest of your story. Isn't Little Nicky the Antichrist? Is it Little Nicky? Is that the. <sighs> it's not Little Nicky. Is it just called Antichrist? It might be. No, because Antichrist is a movie about like genital torture and stuff. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. very different. Oh, I've heard some insane stuff about that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know, Matt. Maybe you dreamed this movie, and it's, yeah, you uh, should write it. You made it up. Yeah, <laughs> no. Sometimes I think that that I, <laughs> I, right. I made that I made it up because I can't. You're, you're writing the screenplay, and it's just like they're in a big, big car, <laughs> <laughs> and they're jumping for joy in their car. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia article right now of list of fictional antichrists to see if I could find something that may match with that. And uh, Adrian from Little Nicky, yeah, that comes mm. up. Uh, Damien from Omen, but he always knows that he is the Antichrist, and he's a little boy in the first one, and he knows. He, he knows he his, is. Yeah, he kills his mom, and yeah. Huh. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Um. So maybe get, one of the fun butts knows. Yeah, maybe. Um. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. I guess my next question is kind of going off of Rosemary's Baby. Is what is uh, what are y'all thoughts on uh? You know, devils, demons, ghosts. Yeah, true believers or what? Uh, I think it's fascinating. I love the mythology behind demons and demonology and that there is, you know, there's like books written about this, the, the number of demons and how they ha- all have different stations in hell. And, you know, there's different ways to all of that is the fucking coolest thing. 
but I don't believe any of it is real. <laughs> yeah, exact same. I don't believe if there if ghosts were really real, there would be you could major in it. You know, I don't. <laughs> That's the best description of that I've ever heard. If ghosts right. were real, you could major in it. You could, if ghosts really were real, there would be actual scientific pursuits into it. Like, it, yeah, it, it's they're not. Uh, there it's are. It's cool. It's uh, listen. I see ghost hunters on TV all the time, <laughs> and they're scientists. <laughs> they all have PhDs. Getting getting a PhD like at your house alone it doesn't count. I guess. Yeah. You can't make up all I'm saying, yeah. I I same thing. It's cool and that was that was all an attempt to explain stuff before we knew how lightning worked. Um <laughs> but just, Matt, just read the lesser key of Solomon. It's fascinating. You can get the the list of the seventy two demons and what their positions are and their symbols. Their positions. Man. You think I don't know about the lesser key of Solomon? I'm sure that you do, man. It's cool. Come on. Come on. I know all of them. I try. I once watched a almost three hour YouTube video of a guy summoning a demon. <laughs> <laughs> How'd it go? Un uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> but I I watched almost the whole thing because I was like, "There's no fucking way that this, this <laughs> that this whole thing has no payoff, and it doesn't." No, he just didn't have the intention that he wanted. I guess I don't know, but it was. I'll, I'll put it this way. There's also multiple videos of the same person essentially being like, watch me communicate with the demon. And the, they're like two and a half hours long. That sounds awesome. I, I, you know, I've been lately seeing people post on social media about like, oh, you know, the the full moon and the whatever Saturn and... uh What's what's it called when uh, the planets look like they move backwards? Retrograde. Yes. Oh, it's in retrograde, and that's why we're all having a bad day. And it's and I just want to respond to these people and say, like, how is this any different than thinking that evolution isn't real and that the mm. Earth is really young? How how is that any different? It's not. It's no different. Why do you have these ridiculous magical thinking beliefs? Like it's cool to read about it and it's fun that like, oh yeah, people believe that. That's goofy or you know, but to to literally go on social media and say, Yeah, I'm having a bad day because Mercury's <laughs> in retrograde. It's like, fuck you, no, you're not. That's stupid. That's so dumb. It doesn't matter what month you were born in. Right. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> it's all you know, people we want to feel more important. We want the universe to have ordained us with something, but it, man, I'm starting to go into some freaking Carl Sagan atheism <laughs> subreddit stuff. <laughs> I love it. But it's, you know, those same people will be like, yes, you know, we, the, the religious fundamentalists in this country have, have put us down a, or want to put us down a bad path where they control women's bodies, things like that. And it's like, how, you know, I, I don't, I fail to see a difference between their magical thinking and your magical thinking. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a very, uh, that's a very unpopular opinion at parties. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I'm, I'm the one that gets invited to parties all the time. No, that's why you're, you're not the most but, boring so, man alive. <laughs> he always goes to parties and then just carries his criterion collections with him. <laughs> I have many. I'm, let's see. Rosemary's baby is spine number six, three, zero in the criterion collection. Wow. 630. Yeah. I have my criterion blu-rays, uh, 
not alphabetical, but they're organized by spine number. I I do want to say so. I found this list of fictional antichrists, and in one, there's a web comic. Are either I, I've not, I've never heard of it, but do either of you know the web comic Homestuck? No, no. Okay, well, I will say. So it sums it up here on who the Antichrist is. The third and final Antichrist is Guy Fieri. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Af- after he joins the Supreme Court of the U.S. and assists the insane clown posse, the dual presidents of the United States, in exterminating humanity. <laughs> the dual presidents of the United States. Matt, be honest. Mm. If they were running, you'd vote for them. That's like right down your alley. In this election? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, in any election. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I would I would vote. You I would those guys. I would vote for ICP over almost, no, over any president that I've been able to vote for. Wow. Yeah. That's really something. Hey, listen, they they do a lot of good, okay? <laughs> Weren't they like the first uh, major, quote unquote, major musical act to cancel concerts being like, no, there's a fucking pandemic. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, they canceled, um, what is it? Uh, the gathering? gathering of the juggalos yeah 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 um all right i, I want to get back to the movie oh okay you're right if, if you <laughs> okay. didn't stop me there i was just about to just launch and the icp <laughs> yep. no i was just thinking about like my magical thinking rant and in one of my notes there's a moment where the old neighbor his name is roman castavet he gives mm. this big speech about the pope and how the pope is all show business and you don't have to you know, care about him just because he pretends that he's holy. And I'm just like, wow, I just gave the same speech as a Satanist in this movie. Oh, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should have sent that message to the satanic temple. You just showed your hand. <laughs> oh no. I'm trying to find it for like a cool clip, but all I'm getting is a young Pope. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know what you would search, but yeah, he, he, he has a little thing about the Pope. Old guy talks about Pope. Old guy talks about Pope. Now, is that on Spotify? <laughs> one of my favorite things about the movie, she gets this book and she's told, she's given the only instruction that the name is an anagram. So she doesn't know if it's the name of the book or something else. And the book is called All of Them Witches. And I'm like, man, All of Them Witches, that would be an awesome band name. And of course, it is already a band name. Is it? Yeah. I'll I don't know if they're up. good, but uh, it's a fucking awesome band name. And then uh, she uses Scrabble letters to reorganize the name of the book. And the next one she has is Comes with the Fall. I'm like, oh, that's also a pretty good band name. Hmm. Already a band. <laughs> Apparently the guy who's now the singer in Alice in Chains, his last band was Comes with the Fall. Like, well, this, right. is, uh, this is the most popular track from all of them witches. Just it, like just like electronica stuff. I'd be pretty into it. No, they're a band. I like this 80s synth though. Yeah, it's like Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how long could this go on, do you think? I bet it's just this. Like, there's not going to be a drop. (laughs) There's got to be a drop. What's this song called? The Other World. So, 
when I look at Apple Music for the band, all of them, which is that song does not come up. So maybe there's another group. Well, this is a verified artist on Spotify. That's all of them witches or all them witches? All of them witches. Am I looking at the wrong thing? Mm, I, I guess they're both bands. So. Okay, so that's literally that. <laughs> that's that's that type of music. But I liked that to yeah, be yeah, honest with awesome. you. Yeah, it sounds I like too. Uh, with Disaster Piece, who did the yeah, soundtrack. Oh my god, that's so good. So what's the other one called? All them witches. Yeah, they lo- they dropped the of. Oh, okay. Oh, they're here we just go. like a rock band. I think a rock band. Oh, rock. Band. Latest release September fourth, twenty twenty. Versatile hard rock quartet. Uh, All right, gotta gotta hear that new track. All right, enemy of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here we go. Here on W. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I guys, their number their most popular track has 11 million plays. Yeah. I have to hear this. Oh, this has like bar metal written all over it. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like that sounded like a jobber's entrance theme. <laughs> and his opponent, John Lennon, come to the ring. Weighing 210 pounds, hailing from Boston, Massachusetts, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not great. My um, my daughter's sleeping like in the next room over. I'm just yelling. <laughs> Babies can sleep through anything, right? Uh, not my baby. <laughs> uh, um. All right. So what do you? So let's see. Um. Side note: I'm going to give all of them, which is a fucking hard rules. I want to play another yep. track to see if because oh, they don't have a lot of play. It's only five thousand. Let's see if all their stuff is like that. Okay. Uh, let's just play another track real quick. Let's jump in the head. Yeah, it's all synthy. Yeah. It's got to be just like some kid at home. Uh, that's cool. Uh, yes, but Rosemary's Baby, uh, Better Man, rule sucks. Well, do you have any questions? You haven't seen it. Do you have anything else that we can fill you in on? Or Honestly, so I looked at the runtime. It's two hours and 17 minutes. Um, but the ending that you told me, I feel like this movie could be four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it goes through all nine, like them moving into the apartment, them deciding that they want to have a baby, him making the deal, her getting pregnant. There's a dream sequence where she has sex with the devil. They eat chocolate mousse. They eat chocolate mousse where she's drugged. Uh, and then it goes through the entire pregnancy and how like she slowly starts to she thinks that things are going weird and throughout the whole movie you're just trying to figure out like is she crazy or are things really weird because you don't really know until the end that things are fucking bad so you're questioning it along with her and you know it's a nine months of pregnancy so you know all the different stages yeah okay does like anything else happen during that or is it just like what's yeah, like she the, like eats raw meat? Yeah, <laughs> it's she just gets them. a haircut and he's mean about it. He's trying. They're trying to avoid their old neighbors, and the husband's like, "Nah, like these guys rule." And then yeah, she gets a haircut, and yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> there's no symbolism. There's, there's, there's no themes. That's it. Rosemary's baby or how we annoy, how we avoided our annoying neighbors. <laughs> um, is there anybody else of note in this movie? So the guy who played her husband became a director of independent films in the seventies and was, had some renown, um, but apparently did not get along with, uh, Roman Polanski and they were both shitty to each other. Um, but it's really harsh, you know. Mia Farrow is kind of the the only star. Yeah, there's no no huge names. I mean, granted, it was the mid '60s, but you know, yeah, apparently I, I, the wife, the old lady, was <clears throat> had won Oscars before this, but I'm not familiar with her work. No. It was she definitely didn't win it for this? <laughs> it's the crazy old neighbor. Come on, <laughs> and winning for the role of crazy old neighbor lady. Maurice Evans. That's just the <laughs> name on there. Um, cool. No, I mean, I guess it's. I I do want to watch it, but uh, I'll be honest. I I don't think I want to commit to two hours and fifteen minutes of that. That's really long for back then, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, yeah, no, David, shut not. up. I think, <laughs> well, I, I think I gave Fro shit about this too. But old, there are plenty of old epic movies like Ben Hur is like four hours long or something. Right, I kind of thought that was like the one. <laughs> I thought like no, no. everything was 90 minutes and then Ben-Hur took up the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not not the case. Movies uh, have always have always been long. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh final rulings. David, it sucks. It tries to be scary and it's just hilarious and the old neighbors really need to learn some fucking boundaries and <laughs> that haircut looked good on her. The, her husband doesn't understand <laughs> that. And yeah, again, that ending is just fucking hilarious. And that movie indirectly might be why me and that girl never saw each other again. And I'm alone. So <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> Rosemary's baby sucks. There you go. Uh, better yeah. Matt. Uh, this is an amazing such an incredible movie i love it so much it's a, a started the whole satanic genre of horror movies it is so unique and makes you it's it's not scary it is disorienting and it's you, you don't know what to believe until the very end and it's like whoa that's fucking cool <laughs> It rules so hard. I can't wait to see what the fun bots have to say about this one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I um, I mean, just for the sheer fact that Matt pointed out that it it kind of launched what is now my easily my favorite genre of horror movie. Uh, I'll have to say it rules. It, and also, that ending sounds fucking great. Like I've never seen the movie. I bet it would have been a crazy payoff if I did watch it. But um, but I I don't think I need to to like appreciate it because to me it just sounds fucking cool. <laughs> whenever you do watch it i just want you throughout the whole movie to imagine me going to bed alone and then really ask <laughs> ask yourself is rosemary's baby does it rule or suck you know honestly i think i'm just gonna do that with at the end of every movie i'm gonna be yeah. like and just to remind myself that david is going to bed alone and then why? i'll and then i'll think about the movie some more so here's why. the thing oh yeah oh sorry uh I was Matt, if you have another child, 
and you haven't watched this movie by that point and your wife is pregnant, I'm going to bring the disc to your house and <laughs> make sure you watch it with her. She she will not watch it. Ugh. She will not watch it. She, if she gets any hint at all that it is a horror movie in any capacity, she will not watch it. Good. So, well, no, we'll say, okay, it's uh, from 1968. It's it's a Mia Farrow movie about her being pregnant. It's really interesting, and it's it's an interesting take on pregnancy. I, I mean, yeah, we could try. She, uh, no, because uh, honestly, honest to God, if, if she watched it for the rest of the pregnancy, she would be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> she would be genuinely concerned that she is going to spawn Satan, to which... I mean, I wouldn't be upset because that that's cool. Uh but no, she like she wouldn't sleep. Oh god, that'd be hell. That'd be such <laughs> I I just imagined you watching. I don't know why the first scene that came to mind is like Sam and Frodo hugging at the end of the Lord of the Rings and just cut to Matt and he's thinking David's going to bed alone. <laughs> <laughs> This is your daily reminder that David is going to bed alone. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for having that discussion. That was fun. Um, it wasn't too bad being like an outsider. I feel like I, I don't feel like I um, I didn't feel like I wasn't part of the conversation, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's hard for the three of us to find something where like we've all watched it, <laughs> or like we've all whatever. Yeah, that wasn't the first time. It wasn't unanimous, but that was my first sucks. So, so oh. that's fun. Well, there you go. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, if you like the show, go to make fun. Uh, go to make fun network, or just search the make fun network group on Facebook. There, you can become a fun button. You can join in on the conversation about Rosemary's Baby, and you can let us know what you think of Rosemary's Baby. Uh, maybe you also have a hilarious story about how you go to bed alone. I don't know. <laughs> I, we can simply find out. But um. Yeah, you can do that. And uh, David, where else? Where can people find you? Uh, check out Two uh, MB Studios on Twitch. Uh, I put together a show called Quarantine Action Wrestling every Thursday at eight. I also host, uh, co-host a talk show with a very funny Boston stand-up comedian named Tookie Kavanaugh every Friday at ten thirty. Uh, so yeah, Thursdays at eight and Fridays at ten thirty. Two MB Studios on Twitch. David, when can I steal those shows from them? Uh. Once you Venmo me some money, how much money? I'll, I'll Venmo it to you right now. If we want to solve it, if you want to steal this deal right now, I'll Venmo you a hundred dollars right now. <laughs> I'll message them and be like, I have an offer on the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, better, Matt, where can people find you? They can find me on many make fun network shows. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, Encyclocomica season two going right now. I'm on the top five of death and here on this rules the sucks turrets. And I also sometimes write my personal blog, uh, com about the comic books and specifically Superman comic books. Well, cool. I think, uh, my most, uh, my most read article right now has 10 views. So I'm really hey. just writing it for myself. Listen, nice. uh, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's true. Also, I feel like, uh, not to like extend this episode by any any longer than it needs to be, but uh, I feel like the day of the blog is like dead. Is that true? <laughs> um, I mean, the best time to start a blog was ten years ago. That's uh, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I feel like there's a point in time where everyone had a blog, but they were all 
do it like they were all like everyone wanted more blogs right maybe the time of the blog is still alive but the time of starting blogs is dead <laughs> yeah maybe no i because I, I think that everyone you know i think people started blogs so they could get writing positions at mm. at bigger publications and then that's mm. all done now yeah uh, that's I probably true I, I i hey man i, I mean i get better at it so i'm just doing it why not no, I totally, I, I hear you. And the thing is, is like your your blog isn't bad. Like it's formatted, it looks nice, and I don't know. You, you know what I did? I spent some time. And if you um, you have a device that has night mode on it on your device, and you visit it when your device is on night mode, it will change to a dark theme, and the whole website, and it'll say, you know, because I wanted it to kind of look like a newspaper because I thought that'd be funny, and so. It changes the text on the side from morning edition to evening edition. Oh, that's Something. cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. I s- probably spent more time on that. Than- <laughs> I'm, I'm talk- I was talking to Matt earlier about how I don't have time to do anything, and he's over here finagling fonts. <laughs> yeah. Font-tackling. Font-tackling. Actually, I, th- I think like uh, if you view it on a non-Apple device, the font's probably not that good. Oh. Uh, Sorry. That's where they yeah, get you. It'll, yeah, it says evening mm-hmm. edition if you are there, and it's a black background with white text if you go on a device that has dark mode, and then it will automatically detect if you go to light mode, and we'll say morning edition, and it'll be light text with dark, uh, light background with dark text. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, uh, well thanks so much, you guys, and uh, I'll see you all in, uh, in another two weeks. Um, I forgot to sign off for a second. I was looking, <laughs> I was looking for the button I needed to, uh, to end the episode. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to click this. But, uh, yeah, no. And, uh, of course, if it doesn't rule, it sucks. <laughs>